From the creators of the Create Initiative podcast comes a brand new Create Experience. Welcome to the Create Radio Show. I'm your host, DJ Lee Weezy, and things are about to get crazy. Let's start things off by listening to our brand new theme song composed by none other than our very own house band, The Hand Lungs. That was the hand lungs. If you uh, have no clue what that is, then listen to last week's show. Um, if you're a regular listener to the Create Initiative podcast, then you'll realize today's episode is a little different. Both Kyler and Jason have gone missing, but ah! guess what? The show must go on. And that voice that you hear right there is none other than our alternate fill-in substitute host, Keevan Leedy. What's up? Wow. I have so many names. That's, yeah. Yeah. Prestigious. Nothing much, man. I am. I'm very prestigious. Yeah. Since, uh, I say. since I've assumed the ultimate authority of this show, I've decided to take some creative liberties and press on towards the goal of church creative podcast domination. And so I invited Keevan wow. to, um, to, to join in. And so. We're having such a pinky in the brain moment right now. I had no idea we were going to yeah. take over the world. Yeah, exactly. One one church creative podcast at a time. Nice. Uh, this summer, listeners know that this summer, instead of having a guest, um, Jason, Kyler, and I have just been having some great conversations about what's been going on in this crazy year that is 2020. Um, but since Jason and Kyler have abandoned me um, for no reason, actually, no one actually even knows where they are, um, <laughs> we will be having a guest. <laughs> today on the show we got an interview coming up from a good friend of mine named david lundine he's a first impressions nice. pastor or coordinator i don't know if he said pastor or not anyways first impressions something nader um for a church in north dakota and so got to talk to him about his job in the middle of a of a quarantine and so that's coming up later nice. but first keevan what's been going on in your life Man, everything, everything. Um, yeah, no, not much actually. No, no. Everything. Quarantine. Everything. Everything, all. everything and nothing at the same time. What uh, I'm trying to think from um, from all at once to nothing at all. Is that a explosions in the know. sky song? Ooh, great, great, a uh, great background music band. Yeah, exactly. Fantastic. Probably most used band for. Or, uh, background music ever, if I had to guess. Ever. Maybe ever, but yeah. Uh, nothing, man. We're powering through. Um, doing a, we're back to inside church, I think like, like a lot of churches are, uh, or smaller churches are, I guess, a lot of bigger churches that aren't, but so we're back inside and uh, trying to truck on that way. Yeah, for those of you that don't know, um, Keevan's been on the show before, but go ahead and tell us where you are, tell us what you do. 
Yeah, uh, I am the creative, or I'm quoting, I'm quoting that, creative and worship pastor at a church in Weatherford called Life Fellowship. Um, yeah, we, uh, my wife and I, we do the worship, and we've been on staff here for 10 years, over 10 years. Yeah, 11 years. We started out as, yeah, we're working on 11. That's true. Yeah, July, August, yeah, that's right. Congrats. So we, uh, yeah, man, we started as youth pastors, and now we have moved... I don't know if it's laterally or definitely downwards into a uh, to worship pastor. I don't know what Ooh, that means. Dang. So. Roasted all you worship pastors and youth pastors. Ooh. Double roasted. At the same time. Yeah. So y'all had been so. doing um whenever COVID struck, y'all started doing um drive-in services. We did, man. We had it. We had a trailer set up um outside in our field. We have a we have a field by our church, and so it kind of worked out. So our parking lot we uh, faces a field, and so we just pulled a flatbed trailer out there, and we uh, just did kind of acoustic acoustic worship with me and my wife out there, um, and we actually had a really really good turnout. Um, we'd have 70, 70 cars every week, so it was pretty awesome. Um, I don't know that people wanted to go away from that. To be honest, I think people really enjoyed it, and it I would... don't know if other churches are dealing with that, but. It would uh would be hard though now when it's a hundred it's supposed to be a hundred and six there in Weatherford today. That is true, um, actually. Yeah, yeah. The weather was was perfect around that time because uh yeah now it'd be a little because then you have to leave your car running and then you're sitting next to people who are exhausted. They're just running constantly, yeah. and then you're just sweating. So yeah. Um, disclaimer for everyone listening: if you hear a baby crying in the background, that is one of my many children. Um, we yeah, uh, since, bunch. yeah. Well, since Jason and Kyler abandoned me, I didn't have access to our world class studio. Um, and wow. I'm upstairs in my loft with my cat. Um, Jason, if you're listening, shame on you. Yeah, shame, shame. Um, no, actually, I think they are at youth camp, which you got to experience yeah. last week. Yeah, yeah. I got a call Saturday night. Our, uh, one of our leaders got sick, and so they're like, hey, can you fill in? I was like, let's, let's go. So I went Sunday to camp, which, again, is, you know, it's definitely, uh, it's definitely different this year. They do like a three-day kind of summarized youth camp. And so uh, we went Sunday afternoon and came home Wednesday. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was hot, and it was fun. Hot so, and I bet fun. Jason is there. Yeah, that's actually was the subline of or subtitle of camp. The camp posters. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think that. Year. Yeah, I think that was the. Uh, that was the Sparks. theme. Hot and fun. Hot and fun. <laughs> <laughs> that could that could go a bunch of different ways. Yeah, There's probably. Well, it it doesn't matter because I'm editing this one today and just sending it over, and it's going straight to the airwaves, and mm, so nice. um, anything goes pretty much. Everything. Uh, this will be the last show ever. Uh, just kidding. Yeah, um, out. What? Okay, I have some questions for you, Kevin, because you're a church yeah. creative. I am no longer a church creative, <laughs> and so um, no, I uh, touch guy, huh? For those that don't know, I started a different job like three weeks before the world shut down, and so um, it's been been an interesting summer. But a good friend of the podcast, Stephen Brewster, you know Stephen? You do know Stephen Kevin? The, the Brew, the you know Brewster. Brewster? Um, I don't, I don't know. No, you don't? I don't think so. Oh, anyways. Good friend of our podcast. Great friend. Huge friend. Um, <laughs> he's been helping out churches during this time by asking them four questions that are titled, one, rebuild. What are areas of ministry that need an episode of Fixer Upper? And this is all Ooh, nice. um, 
COVID-19 based? Like, what has COVID-19 revealed to you? Um, remix, are the ministries... Uh, uh, are there ministries or parts of your organization that need to remix to get the best out of them? Retire. Um, what needs to stop Ooh. happening? And renaissance. A renaissance is a revival or renewed interest. What needs to be new? With those four things in mind, Keevan, is there something that Life Fellowship has done during this uh, COVID-19 quarantine, different types of services that, or is there something that y'all have realized that maybe you need to start doing, stop doing? What What has been the... What's been the process there? Wow, those are those are great, great questions. Great question. I didn't even I didn't um, even tell you beforehand. No, this is this is just off. I just told you yeah. we'd just be joking around the whole time. Yeah, I didn't bring my serious cap, so this this could go a bunch of different ways. Um, let's see. Well, we could have probably rebuilt our entire church within like to the ten weeks. Maybe not the building, but we could have like revamped everything. And we kind of didn't take advantage of the time. And uh, you mean like, like there's a bunch of things that needed to be fixed? Yeah, we could have like re- physically like remodeled and fixed some stuff, um, and we did not do that. But as far as like just the uh, kind of the you know breaking down, I don't know if the mindset or the culture or whatever. Um, trying to think, what needs to be rebuilt, fixed, revamped, retired? Renaissance. We did. Yeah, we did just retire our Sunday school classes. I know there's still people on both sides of the fence on that. Farewell. Yeah, we uh, we just did that recently. We uh, went to services. Um, so there's a 30-minute gap instead of like an hour-long gap in between. And we used to do Sunday school in between our two services, and so we just got uh, kind of retired those because it was just not... Um, not what it used to be. And I don't know how many churches still have Sunday school. I don't and know. I would like to talk to those churches and see what are they doing for Sunday school and what does it look like? Well, I feel like... So we... Yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead. I well, I just mean like, I feel like, you know, when I was there at Life Fellowship, they, they had uh, rebranded Sunday school to be life groups, right? And, that's uh, true. Yeah, that's true. We kind of, we started calling them like, yeah, life groups. And, and I feel like that it, was kind of the, the whole, even when I was growing up, uh, the church I went to got rid of Sunday school in lieu of life groups or yep. cell groups back then. Yeah, cell um, groups. But it just never, I don't, I don't know. It, I didn't feel like it was a one-for-one trade. Like, Yeah, no, I agree. And so, so we just kind of re- renamed uh, Sunday School, but it was still the same. You had a teacher. And so uh, I know for a lot of people, like especially the younger generation, I feel like you go to Sunday School, you get taught at by a single person, then you go to service and you get taught at by a single person. And there's not really, you know, so the more the life group feel. And so we've introduced a lot more life groups. We have a new guy on staff, uh, Dakota, who's been working here for a year. And he kind of introduced small groups in an actual small group setting where you meet in houses and do all this, that, those things. Um, and so now we're able to, you know, everybody get able to get together and talk and actually, you know, communicate. And you have a say, not just sitting and listening um, as you would in Sunday school. So. So that that change came about during the quarantine, or did y'all? No. So we had we had just started. We've probably been we've been doing it for about six months, I guess. And so we were actually a lot of those life groups were deciding whether to take a break or not whenever quarantine happened. And so, um, but we did notice this is one of the cool things for our life groups, at least during quarantine. So we were they were able to kind of keep track of each other. And even though they weren't meeting, uh, they had obviously uh, Zoom meetings. Everybody in the world was Zooming somebody. Upper, upper Zoom. 
Upper Zoom, man. Uh, yeah, we did. We had a prayer. We had prayer meetings called Upper Zoom. Play off the words of the upper room. You know how they, they prayed in the upper room? Just in case you didn't know that. Upper room, uh, how, how I fight my battles. They're still waiting to find out how. You don't know? Upper room, if you're listening, we're still wondering how. Tell me. Tell me how. But they were able to, so the small groups were able to kind of keep in contact with one another. We had a lot of people that were either furloughed or something happened with their jobs. And so we were able to kind of reach out to those um, through our small groups. And they're like, hey, we know this person's in need and they need groceries or whatever. So we were able to help uh, people out that way. So um, that, was, that was awesome. That was kind of one of the first things we had seen, a, you know, a big benefit of our small groups besides just the uh, connection. Yeah, that is cool. Uh, but, I don't know. It's like the, yeah, weird, the church being the church. Oh, it's odd. Odd. Yeah. Yeah, we, uh, um, yeah. I decided to bring guests on because what has happened in the last several weeks of Jason, Kyler, and I um, talking, I've, I've just derailed every conversation to start uh, not talking about creative church stuff. And so I told Jason that I was going to get us back on track. So if you've stuck with us, listener, this far, continue to stick with us because... We're only going up from here. I mean, let's see. We interviewed the greats, John Mark McMillan, Aaron Nyquist, Nyquist, Nyquist. I don't ever know how to say his last name. Stephen Brewster. Mm. And now we've got the great Keevan Leedy. Yeah, they don't, they don't get any greater than that. And you said those in order, definitely. Yeah, Started it, off with John Mark and then up, up to me. That's yeah. definitely how that goes. Yeah. It was uh, um, last week we, I had a little book that told us what all of our names meant because uh kyler and i's name means the same thing which is a, just a joke on the podcast hmm. but it was weird that um Keevan wasn't in there yeah no it's not really anywhere actually yeah no it's kind of an odd name yeah so you can People... just make up you get to make up your own meaning oh wow is that something we can do right now I guess yeah. that, that would be a creative this is that a, would creative, be a creative, creative thing to do as long as you make it um well, actually, Libby and I have been talking um, about naming your kid about, Keevan. Oh. No, we're not having any more kids. Your next kid? Why not? <laughs> um, and we've been talking about church names because we've we've discovered that churches are only allowed to name have the same like five <laughs> names. All churches <laughs> that true. exist. That's very true. And so, as long as your the meaning for your name is one of those church names. We have we have two of the words that are that are suitable for names. Yeah. We have both of the, we have two of them in our name, life and fellowship. Yeah, there was yeah. life. Life was one of them. Victory. Mm-hmm. Um, all the points. Um, yeah, points with an e. Point a. New hope. That's actually David, the guy that we are interviewing later. His church is called New Hope. My wife grew up at a church called New Hope. Um, See, it's just so many. If you um if you're listening and you your church has a totally unique name that is unlike any other, please let us know because that'd be awesome. I don't think they exist. They'd, they're not allowed. I I mean they don't. I I agree. Churchregistry.com. It's not a real website, but ooh, it should be though. Maybe. I'm gonna you go, check. I'm gonna go buy that. Buy that now. New website. Productive day today. Churchregistry.com. Oh, it's there. Oh, it is? There's a thing? Uh, I don't know yet. I I was guessing. I turned my Wi-Fi off because I wasn't sure my computer could handle all this recording. It is. Yep, it's definitely a thing. 
Bummer. Church what's it? Directory. What's it for? Oh, church directory. Yeah. What'd you say? Church registry. Oh, oh, well, game changer. Yeah, totally different thing. Nope. Buy domains, man. You can Ooh. buy that right hey, now. Hey, buy it. Go ahead and buy it. Okay. Just use. Uh, my internet just quit. Ah, uh, bummer. Weird. Ah, uh, nah, just kidding. It didn't. I don't want to buy it. Oh, uh, cool. Well, y'all did. Um, y'all did have a stage redesign during this time. Because if tell me if I'm wrong, but y'all were doing in y'all were doing recorded service inside, and then you would go and do your yeah, outside so service. W- yep, yep. So we would we would record on Thursdays. We would record on Thursdays and do an inside because going outside, you know, you can't really get, uh, the lighting is awful and the sun's shining down. So we do have people that watch online. Of course, during COVID, everybody's watching online. And so we would record on Thursdays. We would play that live or Sunday mornings. And then an hour later, we would be outside live. And so, yeah, during, during this time, we kind of set up, we've had, uh, we've had two wall cameras that were probably like shot they were supposed to shoot 720 and i don't believe they ever did and uh so we were able to use just a couple dslrs that we had and ended up our pastor really likes the look of having multiple camera angles and so for as far as covid this is what we were able to do so now we have um we've gone out of floor cameras and so we have a different setup we have a couple different angles and then we we put uh, some strip lights uh behind our stage which was always always i'm a, a big no-no yeah led I thought, strips i didn't think that would ever happen yes yeah so i was actually really surprised that that happened y'all did something cool though y'all y'all pointed them y'all turned them around yeah so so our pastor he had seen them at a bunch of places and uh he didn't he didn't like seeing the lights and of course whenever they flash or like turn or whatever it kind of like i don't know he didn't like the look of it and kind of made his eyes hurt whatever so he, uh, he turned around towards the wall, and I honestly, so being, being the uh, stubborn guy I am, I'm like, that's not going to work. That's going to look crappy, and it actually looks pretty awesome. So yeah. we just have a black wall. We have a black wall, and uh, yeah, it actually looks pretty good. It did. It turned out really well. And it's just like PVC on stands? or Yeah, yeah, you- just PVC on stands, and then uh, if you guys ever need help with lighting, Kyle, this guy <laughs> you're talking to right now, Kyle's your man. But, no, uh, I'm, re- I'm retired. Yeah, we just ran. No way, man. You can't. Once you're in, you can never get out. That's that's very nope. true. So yeah, yeah. So we just ran it and figured out how to hook it up. So, and this is where this is where the teamwork, the collab. So our pastor had the idea, but he was just gonna run it off of a the LED remote that you get from Amazon. And I said, no, no. There's a way. There's a better way. So, just kind of took it, and ran with it, and hooked it up to our our uh, to our lighting system, which is super simple. And free, and free, yeah. Perfect. Show so that's a, Express. It was a really uh, inexpensive yeah. way to really change the whole. Cause I remember. Yeah, you, it, it. Uh, yeah. You painted the stage black a few years ago. We did, and that was with the so intentions it of it did. having some type of lights and. Yep. There was but uh, for a long time never just yeah, black. There was never an just agreement black. on what that should be and. Glad that yeah. it just took a global pandemic for. Uh, That's all it took. That's yeah. all it took. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, it looks a lot better. Looks great. You can go. There's like there's like a point you can go back and look at our website or our 
our uh, services online and you can see it immediately. Yep, looks good. Just All make, thanks to you, man. It, it's immediately you feel closer to Jesus. That's, that's exactly what it is. That's all I said the whole time. Like, I want backlighting because it, it automatically yeah. gets you closer. I agree. It brings heaven, heaven, heaven down. More lights, more fog. Yes. Well, on that note, before we dive any further into heresy, we better get to our interview with David. So That's without, awesome, man. Yeah, excited about that. Without further ado, David Lundeen. All right, joining me today is the famous, to me anyways, David Lundeen. <laughs> Hello, Kyle. For those of you who don't know, which is everyone listening, David is a friend of mine that lives in Williston. Am I saying that right? Williston? Williston. Willis, Williston. Williston, North Dakota slash Canada. Home of Phil Jackson. Home of Phil Jackson? Childhood home of Phil Jackson. Oh, okay. So not really. Not anymore. I coach the high school basketball team that he played for. That is pretty awesome. So yeah, you said a little bit, you you coach high school basketball, but also <clears throat> you work at a church. Tell us what you do at your church. I do. Yeah. I, uh, I, I am the first impressions coordinator at New Hope Wesleyan Church here in Williston. New Hope Wesley, first impressions coordinator. And this is why, this is exactly why I wanted to talk to you on this podcast. We haven't had a guest all summer. Um, we, As you know, this world is insane right now. Um, it is. Between being quarantined, all the incredible, uh, the protests going on, all everything is just kind of heightened to the next level. Um, and during all this, you started a new job at a church. <laughs> I did. As a first impressions coordinator. <laughs> And so yes. first impressions had to look a lot different during quarantine, I feel like, than what they would on a normal Sunday. So you just did you just jump right in and start yeah. hit the ground it, running or, or what what exactly was that like? <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I don't know if I hit the ground running. I'm I'm not sure if I'm still ru- still running yet, but yeah, I, I left uh a a good and stable job <laughs> to go uh <laughs> to go take a uh a job at my church doing first impressions uh, during a pandemic when we were online only. So it was really, it was really strange uh, few months that I've had here. I, I've only been there, uh, you know, obviously a few months I started, I, I want to say April. Um, but yeah, you know, we, when I got the job, we were online only still, we've been, we've been uh, meeting the past few weeks now, but it was, um, you know, a day or two of training of, Hey, you know, here's what you do on Sundays and here, you know, here's all the things you would need to do and here's your volunteers and blah, blah, blah. And then, all right, well, you have nothing to do now. So it was a, it was a strange experience. I'm, I'm on, I'm on our creative team and our service planning team. And so, uh, I tried to, uh, be as helpful as I could during, you know, those team meetings and service planning and things, but I'm, I'm not a musician. I'm not, uh, creative in those ways, I guess. And so, it, I definitely felt uh, over my head as kind of a relational first impressions coordinator <laughs> trying to, so that's kind of uh, how we ended up. Um, 
I, 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 it's weird, Kyle. I, I was, I felt kind of useless. Like I left my, I was running a nonprofit. I was the executive director of a nonprofit and I left it because I, I felt, you know, that, that I wanted to do some kingdom work to use the, the phrase I heard a lot in Bible college, you know, to, yes. to do something for my church. And, and then I felt like I was just sitting there <laughs> not doing anything. And so I started kind of brainstorming in my own head, which can be dangerous with me, as I'm sure you know. Uh, what, like, what are we not getting with an online service that we normally get? Um, you know, when I, when I come on Sunday, what's the experience that I get that's not happening with an online service? So, you know, you, you turn your online service on and and you get welcomed by the, you know, worship leader or the announcements person or whatever. And then you, you can stand up and sing and then you you can experience the the message from the from the pastor and and then you're done. So obviously the experience was different online, but you still had all of that. And so I, I was trying to figure out how can we how can we uh, mimic the, the experience you're missing, which would be you know, the fellowship time and time in the lobby, you know, everybody's, everybody was trying to um, engage with people through the chat during services. And, and we were doing the same thing, but we didn't have anything just directly to, um, to engage specifically uh, and in a, in a more casual setting, I guess, Cause, you know, you think when you're out, Kyle, I remember the first time we met, I don't know if you remember, but it sticks of out in my I mind. I remember. Jo- Joanna and I had just moved uh, to Oklahoma. I was took a job coaching basketball at a university there, and we were trying out churches. And I, the service had ended, and I saw your long neck like stick up like a gazelle looking around. And I was like, I think he may have noticed the extremely tall new person. And yes, you wearing athletic shorts and, to church, yeah. disgrace. <laughs> and uh, but you came over and and talked to us. You grabbed us and introduced us to Libby and you know her and Joanna became such incredible friends so quickly and it, it was that time in the lobby that that really connected us to the church you know and that that's why we felt at home there it, you know obviously the service was great and the worship was good and the message was good but but what connected us to the church was the actual you know connection that we made in the lobby with you and so so we we kind of um, it's not like I hadn't seen anyone else doing it, but we, um, we started doing a pre-show, um, before our service, uh, that we ended up naming the lobby. And so I host that and we kind of have a, we have a different member of our staff on with us each week. But the one thing that we did different from the other ones I saw is ours is, ours is extremely unscripted to to (laughs) say it nicely. (laughs) You know, I have my like talking points. So I'm, you know, I'm, I'm pushing people to, to download our app and, and, you know, we have new hope kids online um where our our family ministries team does specific services just for the kids so they can tune into that rather than getting distracted when the the pastor starts speaking or whatever but so i hit on those points but it is it is very casual i i don't i don't prep my weekly guests at all for it uh and you know we, we play games and we do things specifically to get people to post in the chat and we have like long running gags now that we've been doing it for a couple months that reoccur. And, uh, it's, it's just a lot, it's, it's fun. And, uh, that's kind of the goal of it is just to be an enjoyable, fun time. And, and then we, we also do a post show where we kind of unpack a little bit of the message as well. And so that one's a little more, uh, a little more, I don't know, serious or scripted, I guess we still have some fun during that one too, but we, um, 
You have people you know, post their hidden sins in the chat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, let us know all the things you've done wrong in the last couple of weeks, Perfect. and we will we will judge you for it. Is usually how I open that one. But yeah, uh, yeah just like a little, um, you know, when we were still online only, we were trying to encourage people to you know gather with your small group or with a couple friends. I, I don't know if it was what it was like in Oklahoma, but we had I think most places we had the you know ten people or less yeah mandate, and so yeah, you know get get together with a few friends and watch or or connect over zoom or whatever. And we had some small groups doing that. So the, the idea for this was we'll kind of, uh, unpack a couple of things, maybe have a few questions that, that you guys can ask. We'll, we only talk for five, six minutes in the post show. And then, you know, hopefully that would facilitate a little more conversation from any groups that were watching. And, um, and we got some, some good feedback on that as well. So we've continued doing that, but yeah, now that we've opened back up, we've continued doing it too. Uh, you know, we've our online, uh, experience was made a lot stronger during all of this. So we, we didn't want to, uh, you know, let that drop. But anyway, that, that's, uh, that's kind of where we went with it. And you know, now I have all the actual responsibilities that my job is supposed to have and then all this other stuff that I added. <laughs> so, yeah. That seems to be the case for, <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and I can't complain cause I, I look around at the rest of our staff and, and the amount of work that they're, they're doing just blows me away. So <clears throat> Well, that's great. Getting creative and the first impressions. <clears throat> Do you ever feel, I feel like that might be, so like in my experience with all this online stuff, like churches, it just kind of showed some holes that maybe there yeah. had been. And I think maybe that first impression, that lobby experience might've been one of those holes that people, I don't think they would, I don't think anyone would ever have said that, um, oh, that's not that important. You know, I don't like, I think everyone would agree that that's important the fellowship in the lobby or, or meeting people and actually having interactions outside of just singing songs together. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like that, that infrastructure wasn't set up in a way to work in any other way except for meeting in person yep. during a service. And so um, I think it did. It forced churches to kind of get creative with that or just miss it altogether. Sure. And that's, you know, that's where, it's not like we think, you know, we know we have, we've missed some stuff too, but that, you know, we were a month into the, into the closure and, you know, we didn't have anything like that. And we just felt like we're just, we're just completely missing that connection. And also, you know, you're trying to, trying to welcome new people in even online, but, you know, we can track when we're meeting in person, if a new person comes and they just, they, you know, they, they fill their connect card out and check first time guest. If they come drop it off at our, at our, uh, you know, next steps table or whatever. And, and we can, someone actually has a, a in-person conversation with them. The likelihood that we get to connect with them again is so much higher than if it just gets dropped in the plate and they walk out and leave. Um, yeah. And you're, you're, you're trying to train your, your greeters and your ushers to, to engage with people they don't recognize. And, and that's great. But uh, you know, that, that actual one-on-one conversation goes such a long way. And so the goal with one of the goals with, the lobby is what we call our show. And one of the goals with the lobby was to be specifically engaging with that person. You know, I'm, I'm talking directly to you as you're, as you're watching and, and hoping that you'll engage because, you know, it's, we're, we're not wanting you to just kind of consume it, but we want you to engage with it. And especially for a new person, you know, if someone is, is there talking directly to you, not, you know, not just not preaching, but just talking to you, telling telling you how happy they, you know, I'm so happy that you joined us. We're so thankful that you're here. Uh, 
that it kind of goes a long way. And so, yeah, we've, we've noticed a little stronger connections from that too. And we've, that was the, you know, the amazing thing that God did during all this. And I know a lot of churches have experienced this, but people that never would have checked out new hope, uh, have been coming to our online service since this. And, you know, we're, we're so frustrated with having to shut down and, and having to completely relearn how to do everything. And, and, um, you know, it can be hard and, and difficult and, the the doors that have opened during it are doors that never would have opened without it and you know obviously we we all know the verse god works all things for the good of those who love him but but sometimes it's harder to believe it in practice and so it's been a difficult time but we've we've seen some people's lives changed that never would have got connected with us and not that god couldn't use someone else or some other church to connect with them but uh, it's been pretty special yeah, that that kind of brings me to another question, which is, I think what kind of what you're saying, y'all y'all started to have to do things that you never would have done. Um, but do you see yourself now? Like I've seen, unfortunately, I've seen a lot of people say, "Well, I just can't wait for things to get back to normal." And I think, mm-hmm. just in, in in every area of life, not even just church. And I think that the church, I think they need to be careful in saying like we just want to get things back to normal because. Yeah there's a there's an opportunity here that we have to um to change the way thing to change the way yeah. normal is and um i mean obviously as humans we have that desire to just go back to what's comfortable um but uh have y'all have y'all kept that at the forefront of your mind like well we can't just go back to normal because then we'd miss out on this whole other yep. demographic of uh ministry and so um how have y'all put those like I don't know those thoughts on the table of like, Hey, we're not going to go back to normal. This is the new normal. Yeah. Well, so the series we're in right now is actually titled the new normal, which is a phrase that I've always hated. I I just, it just, it's like nails on a chalkboard to me for some reason, but it's obviously so. Just a second. I'm going to write that down so I can make sure every time I text you, I started off with the (laughs) new normal. normal. (laughs) You have enough uh, nails on the chalkboard things to, to bug me with from our, our friendship, I think, but. I'm happy to add a new one. Mistreated. <laughs> Guys, every all the listeners just heard how David abuses me verbally. <laughs> um but uh yeah, it was, it was interesting. My um my my father's a pastor and he and uh, the senior pastor that I now work for have uh especially since we I've started working there have, have really developed a good working relationship and friendship and so I was in a meeting with the two of them as they were talking about, you know, like what, what are things going to look like and what are we going to do next? And, and my dad, uh, was bringing up, you know, that, um, there's a lot of things that weren't good about what churches did in the past. Not, not like they were sinful or anything, but just, they, they weren't great practices, but they were just, just one of those things that, well, that, you know, that's just kind of, we've always done that, or we've always had that. Just kind of missing the mark. Yeah. And, and this is a really great opportunity to, to not, just revert back to everything we've done because we've always done it and um and ask ask really important questions why are we doing this or why are we not doing this and and if your answer is that's how we've always done it then you need to dive deeper into that because if you don't have a reason for why you're doing something then 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 those are the those practices you're talking about where yeah you're probably missing the mark in some of these areas and so i mean i think of one for us where we um our live stream services were just that they were just live streamed. And, um, you know, sometimes we would have them hosted, but, uh, 
like you know live hosted in the chat and things but it was just it was literally just a video stream of what we had and our, our music wasn't uh wasn't mixed for online so it, it never sounded great oh, and um and so during this they started recording earlier in the week and and our our uh, worship pastor and our tech director they they post mix all the music and makes it, a huge the, difference it's, I mean, it's unbelievable the difference. And, you know, obviously we're, we're blessed with having some really talented people on staff and um, a big enough staff to do that. And we have a, we have a resident uh, on staff right now who's a really talented young uh, video person. And so he, he's able to step into a lot of the video stuff to free up like our tech director for some of those things. But it, it's just incredible the difference it makes. And then, and we, the, you know, obviously we started recording the message earlier in the week as well. And, and, but, instead of just reverting back to how we did our online service, they've continued to do that. And so our worship team and the volunteers on that team, they, they still come Tuesday nights and record uh, for hours. And then our team spends the week post-mixing it, putting the service together. We, we film uh, the lobby, which is what we call our pre and post show uh, on Wednesdays. You know, I watch the, the sermon so that I, you know, I can properly host the, the post service show and, and it's just it's it's a bigger ask of most of the people on our staff, but it's it, it's something we were missing. And and like you know, like I was saying, we, we have these connections we're making uh, around the world. We've had people connecting in uh, a lot of different European countries, which has been amazing. Um, and but our the, what we're offering now is so different than what we were offering you know four months ago. Um, so yeah, we've definitely focused on continuing that our new hope kids our family ministries team you know it would have been really easy for them to just stop doing their new hope kids online you know hey we're back at church now like that okay uh but they're not they're gonna still do it and it's gonna increase costs and effort and time and for everybody but it's something that's valuable and so um yeah. The, so the irony being our, our series is currently the new normal. And <clears throat> yes, you know, part of the focus of that series is what we are, you know, what we're going through and, and everybody's dealing with different stuff. We're, we're going through Philippians, which Paul wrote from prison. So if anybody knew what it was like to be isolated, I think it was Paul while he was writing Philippians. And, um, but that's part of what we're talking about is like, things are, things are going to be different, but, but, you know, let's, let's focus on making things better than they were before. Like the, you know, rather than just going back. So that that's a focus for us internally as a staff. And, and we're definitely trying to, um, you know, bring that vision to our, our church body as a whole. Wow. That's awesome. You're so well-spoken. <laughs> well, that is, I always, I always say I don't really have any marketable skills, but if you just want me to ramble for a while, I can talk. Yeah, that's, that's perfect. Sure. You, you <laughs> had the perfect uh, phone interview rambling voice. This sound I sounded we sounded like we were on NPR there for a second. That's until I, I definitely until I started talking. And so because no matter what I do, my voice is horrible whenever it's recorded. So um, not when you it can't be true when you sing. Oh, it's, you had, it's terrible. I love sing. not that uh, I once took a cell phone video of you singing. Uh, when you say when you Christmas. say cell phone video, it makes me think you're holding up like a Motorola razor. Like. <laughs> oh, I miss, I miss the razor. That was a great phone. I think you would, I, I, th- I, I heard that, but I, I, I don't know. I'm 
I'm too stuck with my well, it's like two thousand dollars product. See, Is I'm, it really? Yeah, I'm going the opposite wow. way. Like I almost, like I almost the other day spent three hundred dollars on a like a dumb phone, like an e ink, like no internet phone. <laughs> Just because I'm like going I'm, off the grid. I'm just done with <laughs> with everything that you can well, do on the phone. <laughs> don't don't do that because then you couldn't download our New Hope app. It's the New Hope Williston app. It's the blue one on the App Store, the Google Play Store. And uh, oh, sorry, that's my spiel that I oh yeah, perfect. Opened the lobby with <laughs> no, that's fine. <laughs> but it, that that is the other. Uh, going back to your last question, it was interesting. The the team. This was before I worked there. They they've been working on relaunching our new website and launching an app. Um, neither of which, uh, you know, they, they had a longer timetable on those things. And then, you know, COVID hit and the church shut down and they basically did what was planned to be, you know, three to six months of work in about a week and a half Yeah, and, and got those launched, uh, really early on. And, uh, I mean, you know, just going back, I mean, the incredible work that some of the people on our staff have done, but, but that was hugely important to have that app and have a, a website that was designed to have people coming to it as their, you know, primary church experience because they couldn't come in the building anymore. And you know, we talk yeah. a lot about how like the building is not the church and the people are the church, but the building is often where our church meets and we didn't have that anymore. And so we needed to, to make our online platform uh, competent you know, to be that meeting place. And exactly. so exactly that, churches have been touting, you know, like, Oh, we are the church. This building is not the church, but then <clears throat> they try to make you make sure you know how cool the building is. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, Oh, the building's not the church, but you're going to want to be here because you can't do this at home. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, it's never been like overtly stated, but like, it's just kind of kind of a couple of those things like we've been missing the mark on like, Oh, we didn't realize that like, the lights and the the fancy stuff like is not as important as people just getting to see each other in the lobby, you know? And so, yeah. So. Yeah. We, it, you know, we, my, my uh, senior pastor has been saying this uh, for the last couple of months, but you know, the church has always been not always been, but it recently has been a in-person church with, you know, that has an online experience. Yeah. And, and really we need to flip those. Like we need to be, cause, cause that's where our world is. And, and you, how many times are we told in scripture that we need to go meet people where they're at, not expect them to just magically find us. And, you know, Paul rattles off it, you know, to the, to the Jews, I became the Jews. So I might win some to the, you know, and he goes down the line with, uh, so folk trying to figure out what it looks like to, be an online church that has in-person experiences and still trying to drive people to, to come meet us in person because the, it is hard to replace a, a, you know, actual physical interaction uh, online. And so we, you know, we definitely want people to, to come meet us in person. And uh, we've been doing different creative things to try to, uh, to try to get people wanting to come back, but, but we can't just view online as this kind of, secondary thing that's not that important and we'll just you know they'll take what they get online yeah uh it, it should be the opposite you know we, we should be doing everything we can to drive people to our online campus our online platform whatever you, whatever you want to call it um because that's gonna that's gonna reach 
you know, so we're in Williston, North Dakota. It's estimated between 30, 35,000 people that live here. And there's a few small towns around us, but we're two hours away from the next real city. You know, like our, our reach is limited if, if we're just meeting in our building in Williston, North Dakota. Um, we've, and we have a second campus. We, we opened a second campus two weeks before it had to shut down because of COVID, <laughs> which was, which was really exciting. <laughs> So we'll have a relaunch of that hopefully in September. Um, but we, uh, we, you know, if those, if that's all it is, if it's Tioga and Willis, then, you know, our reach is, is limited and there's only so many people that will ever find us. But like I said, there's been people that are finding us out of that area, out of our community. And then similarly, there's people in our community that I know that have been joining us online that are not comfortable going into a church, whether that's because of a past hurt at a church or they, you know, they think, you know, I wouldn't be welcomed there because of my lifestyle or the decisions I've made, or even just, you know, I, I, I'm just not quite ready. You know, I'm not ready to be back in a building yet, but I'm looking for a church. And those people have all joined us online. And the fact that we've given them a good experience rather than just the scraps, you know, of like, okay, here, you know, we'll set up an iPhone in the, in the corner of the, corner of the sanctuary and and you can you know pretend that it sounds good um has been important you know that you were saying you know we put all this time and focus into like the production in person and that can be good and it can be bad depending on your focus on it but there is something to be said for someone who comes and they enjoy the experience they have in person but yeah we you know so so often we have neglected the online experience for that. I mean, almost every church I know is at least streaming their service online, but yeah. the, if the quality of it is so much worse, you know, I guess I would just ask you why, why are the people watching online not as important as the people that walked through your front door? Yeah. Um, I think, I think and, that that's a, what you just said right there. Why are the people not as important? I think that's the tension that the church needs to embrace is people that are watching online may not be at, I don't know how to say this, but like you're going to have some people like that. It would be wrong of them to just start watching online only. You know what I mean? Like if they are capable of going and if they've been plugged in in person, like it would be a step back in their faith to just go to watching online to whereas there's people that aren't even anywhere close to church that like they start watching online. That's a huge step forward in their faith. I feel like, I feel like, sometimes we think that everything has to be so, well, if it's this for one person, it's got to be that for me. Or if it's this for me, it's got to be that for them where Mm -hmm. it's not, we're not all on the same steps in our faith journey. We're not all on the same steps. And so I think that kind of what you said, there's even, it doesn't matter the size of the town. Like I, we used to live in a town of 12,000 people and only a fraction of those people were plugged into a church. And so I, I feel like even if it goes small, the percentage pretty much stays the same like whatever it is, like five, ten percent of the town. Like if that like that's a high percentage of people who are involved in a church. And so um it's f- figuring out that other ninety percent, how can we get them mm-hmm. involved? And so after but, years of bridge burning that is gonna keep them right. out of an in person experience. Yep. Yeah, and you know it's uh I really like what you're saying there. It makes me think when I when I greet a new guest, um you know, I'm lucky enough to actually get to have a, an in-person conversation. It's your, you know, Hey, it's your first time at new hope or, you know, second time or, or whatever. It's your first time getting connected here at all. I don't, I don't start rattling off, you know, the, 
the tenets of the Wesleyan church and how membership works. And, you know, here's a list of the small groups you should get. Like I have a very different conversation with them than I do with the person who's been going to our church for three years, has been baptized, you know, has, has like shown interest in a small group or in our gateway class or, you know, like that we don't, you don't have the same conversation. You don't have the same expectation. You need, like I said before, you need to meet them where they're at. And so our, our, the reason we call our next steps table and uh, that as opposed to a connection table is because there's multiple steps and we're just looking for what the next one is for each person. So if, if someone who's been a member of our church for 40 years comes, their next step looks really different than the person who's been coming for a month. Yeah, exactly. uh, but, but, but there's still a step for everybody. None, yeah. none of us are going to nail this until we're dead. Uh, so whether it's our senior pastor or, you know, the, the newest person who walks in our door, we've all got a next step we can take in our relationship with God, as well as, you know, with, uh, at, at the church with the church. And so, uh, that, yeah, that's definitely been a focus. And, and yeah, I think the, the required, uh, switch to online only has really been beneficial for, for us. And I, I know a lot of churches because it, it has kind of forced you to, uh, you know, see where the holes in the dam are and, and figure out how to plug them, yeah. you know, because all of a sudden it wasn't, oh yeah, we had, you know, 15 people that went to the cabin this weekend, watch our online service, like, who you know, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> yeah. And now it was, hey, we have, we have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people watching, you know, every service. How are, you know, how are we going to connect with these people? How are we going to make it a, a good experience for them where we can build that connection, help them grow in their relationship with Christ as well. So, Yeah. Well, that's great, man. What a good chat. <laughs> I said, I said chat because I feel like you as a northerner, you say chat. Yeah, chat is a, a pretty Northern word. I would say, I, I guess I didn't, I don't remember if I didn't hear it when we lived in Oklahoma or not, but it was know. fun to hear. It was fun to hear you say y'all you and you and Libby were definitely our, our most common yallers when we were down there. Uh, we feel, heard a lot of y'alls from you too. I feel like though the majority of the country says y'all. <laughs> I don't. A majority. Uh, a majority of people in, in the, the southern part of the United States. No, not just the southern y'all. part. It's all over. <laughs> well, it uh, it was nice to hear. So I'll just go with that. Anyways, I mean, yeah. I'm, I mean, I'll, what I was tra- <laughs> I was kindly trying to say that you're wrong. <laughs> That's what I was trying to say. But, man, David, thanks for talking with us. I know. Yeah, um, thanks for having me, Kyle. No one heard beforehand where you were trudging through the city trying to make it back to your house like Liam Neeson <laughs> um, before we it, could start this interview. Exactly how that was. Yeah. But um, a little, little bit of construction made my walk a little longer, but it, it worked out. Yeah. Oh, lastly, I, I did have one more thing. Um, okay. Listeners, all the listeners obviously know about my acclaimed podcast slurp sound um they may not know that you were a guest on there and uh, I, w- I was you did not guess the correct beverage and so i was I just wondering how that was... failure has ultimately shaped you um for the better or worse i don't think it's overstating it to say that i was devastated um i've spent the following weeks um practicing I make my wife uh, slurp various beverages while I wear a blindfold. Uh, and I would say I have not gotten any better. So, Yeah, it's a specific skill it, that um, it is. almost I no I one possesses. 
I, I don't think I have the uh, God-given ability required, but I'm going to keep working at it. I'm going to put in my 10,000 hours uh, and, and see if I can become an expert. But well, just, know, uh, just know that the shame that you feel deep in your heart <laughs> pales in comparison to the shame that I just felt when I tried to use my finger to swipe across my laptop screen. That is not a touch screen. So... Uh, I do want to say uh, before we're done, if if anyone uh, has any any questions or even even better uh, good ideas for me, because uh, it's one of the best things about the church is we just kind of steal. Let's go with borrow. We borrow ideas from other people and thievery and uh, and tweak them to what works for us. But you, my email is david at newhopewilliston dot com. But my name is spelled weird. Uh, yeah, it's, it's like the D- past tense of Dave. It is like the past tense of Dave. D a v e d at newhopewilliston.com uh, and you can email me there you can check us out at newhopehere.com um, yeah and we'll and, put we'll put know, those, both of those in the show notes and uh, okay. so that people can check that yeah, out I'd, at createinitiative.org I'd, I'd love to hear uh, you know what what other people are doing and what they're seeing and struggles they're having successes they're having things like that and and then yeah you can check out our website to kind of see any of the things I've been talking about if you would like to watch my nonsensical uh, pre-service show, The Lobby. You can definitely find that on there as well. It's a good time. I believe we spent about 10 minutes talking about shoes and Mike Bibby this last episode. Mike so Bibby, wow. It was a good time. <laughs> my, my worship pastor was on, Kyle, and you know you know how much I love worship pastors. So yes. it, was a good, it was a good time. He's not a Mike Bibby fan, is he? Uh, I mean, who's everybody's a Mike Bibby fan. I Come guess. On. He does have a good uh, fingernail hygiene. That was one thing I remember about him. Or maybe that that's Jason Kidd. Really I, odd. I remember one of them would always clip their fingernails over there on the sidelines, and I was it's aspired to be that good at keeping my fingernails at bay. Of, co- of course, that's what you focused on while you were watching basketball. Yeah. Well, I was already I'd already mastered basketball, so I had. That's to true. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> All right, David. Oh, well, I better let this interview end. <laughs> It's probably for the best. But, uh, <laughs> thanks for having me, Kyle. Yeah, thanks for talking with us. And um, like I said, we'll put that stuff in the show notes so everyone can check out New Hope um, and all the stuff that y'all got going on there. Y'all got awesome. going on. Yes. I'm going to I'm gonna slip a y'all into the lobby in the next couple yeah. weeks. People will be I'm like, oh, he's it. finally speaking like the rest of us. <laughs> see. Perfect. All right, that was David. Thanks, David. Like I said, um, you can find all that information about his church. Um, his He wanted you to have his email. It'll all be in the show notes at createinitiative.org. Um, next up, oh, you know what I forgot to play earlier, Kevin? I was going to... What'd you forget? Okay, so since I am... I'm, I'm not going to do it now because I'm pressed for time. Um, I was going to create a fake ad. Um. And I was going to say that the, next we have a word from our sponsors. And it was going to be uh, Jim Gaffigan. Oh, yeah. Um, he was going to be the sponsor because because of uh, COVID-19 has hit everyone's jobs hard. He was going to be out of work and had had to start a new business. And with a name like Gaffigan, it was perfect to start a um, gaff tape business. Um, you know, with, is your gaff tape 
not working very well. We'll try Gaff again. And so, anyways, it was going to be a whole wow, ad. Wow, really missed out. It was going to be great. And, but I just explained it, so maybe people will think that's just as funny. I don't think so. It would have been better set up, but it was so good, yeah. I, I even had a Jim Gaffigan impression. He'd be like, hi, I'm Jim Gaffigan. You know? Jim Gaffigan. Put a lot of thought into it. With Gaffigan, I did. I was laying there on the couch last night, kind of asleep, kind of awake, and I thought about this whole thing. <sighs> well, anyway. Next time. All right, you were going to tell us a little bit. We were talking off air about um, how, because of COVID, y'all's kid or kids camp statewide uh, assemblies of God kids camp got canceled. Um, yeah, and so y'all are doing something a little bit different this year. Um, so tell us about that. Yeah, we uh, so our kids pastor he reached out to Dean. He's the uh, district kids director, and so he reached out and said, "Hey, is there any way um, you guys could come out, or do you know of anybody that would come out and kind of do a camp?" Here in our town, so here in Weatherford, and so they said, "Yeah, we're not obviously they're not doing anything since they got canceled. They're and, not doing uh, so anything. They're going to come out. Yeah, literally. Nothing. I think nope, haven't That's done a what, Jason, thing. Jason's just been sitting in his office doing nothing. So, gosh, Jason. He, uh, yeah. So Dean and his team and uh, a couple of interns are going to come out. And they're going to run a not, not even a camp. We're just doing like three nights. So almost like a kids crusade. I don't know if you use the people use that word anymore. Crusade. I, I mean, I." Grew up going to those with my grandpa, the clown magician. Yeah, I did too. Wait, your grandpa was a clown magi- magi- magician? Yes. Say that word. And musician. And musician. He would That's get his guitar out. And, uh, and then he would make... Wow. He would go to all spirit. sorts of little, ta- little towns doing kids' crusades, dressed up like a clown, doing magic tricks. And then he would make... The, get this, this is disgusting, but it was also so delicious. He would make milkshakes for everyone, like for the whole everyone that was there but he would do it by he would have the, he had this trash can like out like big <laughs> outside trash can that was like made to look like a milkshake cup with a big fake straw sticking out of it and he would fill that up with ice cream and milk and make the milkshake in that and then just ladle it out for the kids that's disgusting but it was i like i distinctly remember the taste of that milkshake and remembering thinking it was so good but isn't that crazy? Yeah, the parents let them drink that. Yeah, it is. It's crazy. I wonder, and I don't know, and I don't remember enough, like if he used a different trash can every time, every place he went, like he just went and bought a new trash can, but the straw was definitely the same. Wow. Maybe he, had, he like, just used the trash can that they had there he, by the church. He had just made this huge like wooden straw with like the red pinstripes on it or whatever, like the, <laughs> made it look like a big milkshake straw and like just ladling it out into, into cups. Just... <laughs> Come wow, on. what a what a magician. It was magic. This guy. We should so you that's, know what? Forget everything else. We're just gonna hear just stories about him next yeah. time. So that's what y'all are doing, right? For y'all's yes, kids camp. Ha- yeah. Yeah. We're gonna ladle out uh trash can milkshakes. That's what we're gonna do. Yeah, no, so they're gonna come out. I don't know what they're gonna do. I'm really gonna be disappointed now if they don't have that. But yeah. uh so the like the the theme this year is I guess was superheroes theme. And so we're calling it Super Nights. It'll be like six o'clock Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday night, and uh, so we're opening it up to every everybody. It's kids, you know, kind of like a kids camp theme, but uh, open up to families of, of all ages. And then uh, Wednesday night we'll have like a family night uh, for our church time uh, out on the front lawn. We have a couple of inflatables that we'll set up out there. The circus tent. The no, no, we have a giant like forty foot circus tent. We will not set it up for uh, this one. Bummer. 
Yeah, yeah, no. That's that that's the big one. We do a big family fun day every year and we set up a big tent for that, but not this year. Well or not this one, I guess. Nothing would go better under a giant circus tent on a sticker filled lawn than a trash can remember, milkshake. Huh? Than a trash can milkshake. Oh man. Just man. Sweltering two hundred degrees underneath there. Can't breathe. Head I don't o- think we'll have a milkshake. We will have snow cones. Head on over to the trash can and take a dip in that that's, that's chocolatey, gross. syrupy goodness. milkshake greatness. Not Ugh. goodness, greatness. Greatness. Well, that's cool. I'm glad that, um, that y'all are being proactive and yeah, having so, some camp yeah, and an opportunity for the kids. I remember kids, yep. I would be sad if I had to miss out on kids camp as a kid. Yeah, yeah, I would be too. And I think that's kind of why we did it because I know the kids couldn't do anything. Uh, youth are obviously still able to go to camp. And so uh, we figure we we got to do something. And uh, I know at least in our town, all the VBSs and everything canceled. And so this is just something we can do. And hopefully uh, some other kids from the community come out too, not just ours. Yeah. Well, that's great. It'll be good. It'll be good. That's great. Hopefully there will be milkshakes. No, I hope not. Trash, trash can milkshakes kind of sounds like a 2020 hip hop album. Yeah. Maybe that'll be the like band. Maybe. Hmm. I'll make it. I'll make it work. Well. And it'll bring all the boys to the yard. Ooh. Pop culture reference. Pop culture. From the uh, 90s. Well, we better wrap this up. That's what Jason always says. I'll be Jason real quick. Well, guys, we better wrap this up. We've talked too long. That's what he always says. Every time. And so this is about an hour long currently. Um, not mine in your conversation, but if you add the interview... The magic, yeah. the magic of editing, and you can't forget the amazing song by the Hand Lungs. Um, so you should play that again. We'll we'll play it. We'll play it on the outro. Um, but yeah, we're gonna get out of here. Make sure to tune in. Well, actually, here's the thing, guys. I don't know what next week's gonna look like. Um, like I said, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see if this uh, this will either go really well or really poorly. Jason will either love it or hate it. And so with that in mind, stay tuned next Monday for a new show. I don't have any other friends, so can't do any new interviews. Um, yeah. Sad, man. Yeah. Keevan, anything, any last thoughts? No, maybe we should just do a storyline. Just go out and finding Kyle new friends. Ugh. Seems exhausting. That's true. Nope. Last thoughts. Be great. That's that's be great. Me. This is my last week as a twenty-something. I'm so young for this week only. Oh yeah, your birthday is next week, huh? It's Friday. Yeah. Wow, man. What so, a, what an oldie. I I'm tempted to put my address on the air so that people can send me gift cards, but I won't because I know that y'all would. Y'all would be obligated to do it, and so I'll post it. Follow me. I'll post his address. Yeah. Follow him. All right, well, we're going to get out of here in the most awkward way possible, which is just saying, peace out.